0: Welcome to day 31 of The Story That Changes Everything. Today's readings are Exodus chapters 38 through 40. Here are some thoughts to guide your reading for today. Chapter 38 continues the very detailed description of the building of the tabernacle. One unique thing to notice is the inclusion of women, likely women from the tribe of Levi, in verse 8 as having roles and responsibilities in the work of the tabernacle. It will not be the last time in the scripture that women are narrated as having significant roles of service related to the worshiping of God's people. Chapter 39 describes the formation of the priestly garments. Once everything's completed, Moses is called in to make sure it's all put together and arranged according to the original vision he received from God. Then, in chapter 40, the priests are dressed and anointed. All the elements are anointed as well and are ready for worship to begin. Once everything was complete, God's presence descended from the mountain and filled the tabernacle. There are three important implications to God's filling or indwelling of the tabernacle. The first is that despite the beauty and work put into the tabernacle, if the presence of God doesn't fill that space, it has no power or significance. Forgive me, but it reminds me a little bit of Clark Griswold from Christmas Vacation covering his home with Christmas lights, only to plug them in and nothing happens. If the presence of God does not descend from the mountain, the tabernacle is just a really fancy tent. The second thing is a little bit theologically tricky and complicated. The scriptural text tries to balance the transcendence and the immanence of God. However, it seems in these narratives about the tabernacle and God's presence filling it, the emphasis here seems to be on trying to help the people trust in God's eminence. Now, first of all, God's transcendence, the idea that God is beyond the physical world and universally present, that's not an easy thing to believe. But God's eminence, the idea that God is present and knows us in our circumstances, I think is uniquely challenging especially in the context of the wilderness and in our own day. It's not that it's easy to believe in this creator who is beyond all things and transcends all things, but if we can trust that if we can believe that, it seems that it becomes even more challenging to think that massive creator God is as close as our next breath. And that's the emphasis of the tabernacle. The God who has made all things is the very same God who has encamped, is tabernacled right in our midst. And finally, the presence of God is not static, but it's on the move. To dwell in God's presence is to follow the direction of the Spirit. Later in the story, David and Solomon will want to build a permanent resting place for the ark so it can't move again. But here, God does not validate that desire for security even though the people may have it. Instead, God dwells with them but keeps leading them into newness and into the divine plans and hopes for the future. To have God in our midst may mean that we are always following the God who is on the move. Exodus has taken us on a journey from slavery to redemption and from the bread in the wilderness to the law on the mountain people showed great faith entering the red sea and incredible lack of faith or infidelity when faced with the limited resources and the absence of their leader but through it all god remained faithful and full of steadfast love and mercy so great job making it through the first two books of the bible tomorrow we launch into the third book of the torah leviticus our readings for tomorrow are leviticus chapters one through three and psalm 14 i'll talk to you tomorrow